What was her name? Uh, her name was Hortensia Mushai. Whoa. It's called Diaspora Colors, hosted by Rose Richardson. Dang. About people from the African diaspora who lived in Vienna. Where was she from? Where was she from? I think she was Nigerian. I feel like um, Nigerian names often sound Japanese. Hmm. Interesting. That's, yeah, that's the whole thing. I haven't noticed that. Like, I'm basing this off of soccer players. Uh Uh-huh. And this woman that worked in the leasing office at the first apartment I lived in, in the city. Uh, I don't remember what her name... It was, like, Julia, but her last name sounded Japanese. Uh, but, I mean, she didn't look particularly Japanese. And, uh, I think my mom was actually with me looking at the apartment. And she my mom was like oh what like what's the origin of your name or whatever like what's the background and she was like oh it's nigerian but it sounded japanese, japanese. interesting yep uh i didn't think hotensia's name sounded like japanese that doesn't sound japanese <laughs> <laughs> and neither my my experience with nigerian names is hotensia this girl i follow on twitter who tweets about love island a lot bolu and then my roommate tolu mm. Well, both of them, I don't know their last names, so maybe... Maybe it's a last name maybe thing. Maybe it's a last name thing. Or maybe... I don't know. Maybe, maybe just I'm just wrong. People. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some people <laughs> Maybe just... there's a diversity. Yeah. I, for example, my last name sounds Japanese. Yeah. Even to Japanese people. Even to, like, people at customs, you know? Oh, yeah? They were like... They saw my papers, and they were like... My papers? My passport. And they were... Papers. They, like... Uh, the, the guy that took my passport, like, nudged the guy standing next to him. He was like... Oh, yeah, look. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name doesn't sound Japanese. No. Even to Japanese people. My, no. my Japanese name doesn't. Well, your middle name? Mm-hmm. Heidi. I mean, I guess... You can't... We're recording. You can't just give personal information. <laughs> your middle name of all Joe's things. Joe's Heidi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The metronome thing is happening. Can I take the headphones off now? Or Isn't it so annoying? I, it feels like I'm going insane because it's so light. It's like not... It's not like... Oh, like, it sounds like... Does your headphones ever do this? Mine will do this thing where they, like, kind of, like, spark. No. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, they'll do, like, almost like a metronome sound. So it'll be like... And, and then it, like, kind of, like... And it, like, shocks me. Why are you using those headphones? I haven't bought new ones. It doesn't do it all the time. But when it starts to do the... I um, take it off. If it did it once... <laughs> I would just listen to my phone on speaker. I mean, I use my speakers now that I have them. But sometimes you can't. You're walking around. This is another, uh, like, you lighting a paper towel on fire. (laughs) (laughs) To light a a candle, right? That's Yeah, I was lighting a candle. Because it was deep down in there? Yeah, it was deep down in there, and it worked really well. I just lit it. I went to the sink. Oh, you're about to make a sound. Good call. Good call. Good call. You were testing me. I was. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, it worked really well and actually was safe. I think it's more akin to my never using a napkin if I spill tea on myself. No. <laughs> because that's you could do that as much as you wanted and still be alive. Well, whatever. Shall we begin the podcast? Yeah, let's begin the podcast. This is episode two of Fear Discussion with Joe's Rosegan. I'm Rosegan. 
Nine Joes. Hey, you know what we didn't realize, or what? I didn't realize until our viewers told me? What's that? Um, we changed names in the middle <laughs> of the last episode. Were you originally Rosegan? Uh, you were Joes, because you said, I'll be Joes and you can be Rosegan. Oh, yeah. And then we switched. But that's okay. I like you being Rosegan. Yeah, I think I should be Rosegan. And yeah. you should be Joes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. It wasn't a mistake. It was actually on purpose. It was a trick. We were wanted to see if anyone would listen, and they did. Yeah. Thanks for right. listening. Thank you. Please like and subscribe. Share on Leave Facebook. Leave a comment. It really helps. Yes. It helps us get more viewers. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll get Pluto TV as a sponsor. And if not, maybe we'll have one more viewer. Yeah. Listener. You know what? I bet we could get like stamps as a sponsor really easily. What's that? Stamps.com. Oh, where you buy stamps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You print them out at home. What? You print them out at home, and then you don't have to go to the post office to get stamps. On regular paper? Uh, I think they give you, like, sticky paper. Like Oh, they so- give it to you? I think. Oh my god, stamps.com, sponsor us, and I'll use it too. Yeah, and also, this How used to be the- this used to be the case with podcasts that got sponsored by stamps.com. Casper. Oh. If, if you, if you uh, <laughs> sign up using a podcast promo code to- for stamps.com, then they send you a free digital scale. Amazing. Amazing for... Two I don't use. But I'm an advocate for people using digital digital scales in the kitchen mm-hmm. for baking stuff, especially. Much yeah. more accurate than using volumes. Mass over volume. I have a non-digital scale. You do? Do you use it for anything? I never used it. It falls in my trash can a lot. <laughs> what, why do you have it? I clean it? it off. My mom gave it to me. Oh. Yeah, that's nice. in the basement. <laughs> okay. You can use it. I don't need it. You can it. use it when we make croissants. I have a digital scale. Not if we do it at my house because it's colder. I anyway, would... fear okay. factor. Fear discussion. Fear discussion. TM. We're back in the stew. We moved studios. Yeah, we'll uh, maybe we'll post a picture on social media of what the new uh, studio yeah. looks like. I'll do the same. Oh, are we releasing? We're releasing today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. We know the people want more, so we're giving people it to them. People are losing their minds in the quarantine. Yeah. As of pre-time of recording, we had 11 whole Minutes? listens listens oh. of our first episode. At least one of those was me. Possibly three. Yeah, and maybe one or two or three were me also. So we have two other listens. Yes. One of them was Sam, and one was my parents, and one was my sister. Yeah. One non non family listener. I had told friends too, so it's probably someone that I knew. It how oh okay all right. If a stranger listens to this, um, tell us how the heck you found us. Yeah, uh, leave a comment on iTunes. Hopefully, this these things will be on iTunes eventually. <laughs> they should be, but uh, supposedly it takes a couple. Email days. us at joesroskin at gmail and we'll set up the account sometime. Yeah, give us some give time us, to set that give up. Us two weeks. Uh, or like a day. Okay. It's so easy to set up an email account. It's easy, but I'm not in the mood. I can, I'll do it. Okay, listeners. sorry. Welcome to episode two. Let's begin. Let's begin. Okay. Um, just to recap for new visitors, new listeners, we talk about episodes of Fear Factor that we see streaming on Pluto TV. Pluto TV has a Fear Factor channel, 24-7 Fear Factor episodes in no particular order. And we realized we didn't say this last time, but if you're using Pluto TV, 
the Fear Factor channel is channel 349. Yeah. Um, something really interesting about doing this together is we don't have the same job or any situation really where we ever have to compare notes, you know? Yeah. But just like looking at our notes, uh, Rosekin takes his notes in landscape mode. Well, I just did that because of how I was sitting. Oh. I didn't yesterday. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. They look very organized. And he... Yeah, they're a lot more organized than mine. Well, I mean, mine are fine. You have, like, dividing lines on yours. Yeah, I have dividing lines. Dividing lines. Yeah. Anyway, this episode is filmed in 2005, and it's called Tarzan Semi to Semi Fear Factor Donut Shop Falling Denim... Falling Beam Maze. Falling Beam Maze. Uh... We started late, so we, we did. missed the Tarzan semi to semi. Yeah. Semi? It also, doesn't that sound... We can edit this out if you want. What? Based on listeners. But doesn't Tarzan semi to semi kind of sound like a porno? Ew. You want to edit that out? Yeah, I don't like that. Okay. And we can keep it in, but yuck. But doesn't Here's it? Here's what this challenge actually was. Okay. I guess we won't that talk about like it. That sounds terrible... That doesn't sound like a good one. Are, there aren't many good ones, I think. Well, I would never name mine that. What would you name yours? Something better than that. If it was Tarzan-based. Tarzan, full to full. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Anyway, uh, what they had to do was swing from one truck to another truck. I saw a little clip later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That also, I feel like, given the fear factor... Yeah, that's yeah. that's in the... Pretty standard challenge. Their bread and butter. Um, yes. I think when we tuned in, it was the second to last round. The mm-hmm. penultimate round. Yeah, there was only three rounds. A word that I learned from a series of unfortunate events. Oh, yeah. Penultimate peril. Penultimate peril. Uh-oh. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. No one was talking to you, Siri. Um. Anyway, when we first turned on the TV, there was a kick-ass-o ad. Which, kick-ass-o? Kick-ass-o. Kick-ass-o. It's a show. It looks kind of like it's supposed to be like Jackass. Oh, I missed it. Um. Well, I remembered it because it. I was concerned that we weren't watching Fear Factor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was out of the room. Yeah. Anyway, so we, we start on the second challenge, the Fear Factor Donut Shop. Yeah, and uh, th- so the names of the competitors, at least up till this point, I think one person had been removed from the show by the time we started watching. But the competitors remaining were Dave, Carl, Malia, and Fabiola. Fabiola from Brazil, Malia from Hawaii, Dave and Carl, mainlanders. Yeah. Dave is a spam hater. Yeah. So Which, I hated him immediately. I think that is not an uncommon opinion. It's not an uncommon opinion, but it's like, do you have to express it at all times? I don't know if it was at all times. You? Anyway. Um, Fabiola, the first thing that she said was, if I'm lucky, I won't know what it is because I don't know a lot of words in English. <laughs> yeah, but she, like, barely had an accent. Yeah, I know. She, like, kind of went in and out of the accent. I feel like they were... Playing that up. tricking. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the first thing they had to do was they were in this donut shop, um, which, can I just say, if I had to do a Fear Factor challenge, I would way rather be in, like, a donut shop set than, like, a scary dungeon set. 
Like, no matter what you're doing, it's just, like, that much better. Yeah. I feel... It's, like, bright yellow walls. Yeah. I feel like if Joe Rogan had more range as um, a person, like, Mm -hmm. in terms of his ability to express things, Mm -hmm. like, it could... I think it'd be so... You could make a donut shop really creepy. Oh, you could, yeah. You know? But he was just like, yeah, this is the donut challenge. Classic (laughs) Joe, you know? Yeah, classic Joe. But if he was, like, uh... Like, yeah, yeah, and he, if he had, like, like white uh, makeup, like, if he looked real pale. Yeah, but that's, then it would be like, Joe, you're, you're in a costume. Yeah, that, it couldn't be Joe. It couldn't be Joe. Okay. But if it was, like. <laughs> Imagine. Okay. It was, if it was you. Sure. Yeah. Look at our uh, podcast art and see. Yeah, the episode one. That would be scary, serving you a donut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, donut shop challenge. Yeah, so they had, there was like 150 donuts in a case. Some of them were filled with pig's blood, some of them were filled with squid ink, some of them were filled with beetles, some of them were filled with worms, and two of them had regular jelly. Five of them. Five of them, sorry. Five of them had regular jelly donuts. Yeah. And then they also had to drink a glass of curdled milk. Mm-hmm. Within 10 minutes. Two donuts and a glass of curdled milk. Yeah, and so the uh, sorry I interrupted, but they they picked each competitor got to pick two donuts from the case randomly, like they didn't know what they were gonna get. Yeah, so Malia was up first. Malia from Hawaii. Malia from Hawaii. She got squid ink. That was that was her first donut. Yeah. So none we were talking about this. None of the competitors, like we were saying that we would have approached it by taking a bite out of each donut seeing if one was worse than the other and then like trying to do the worst one first or like alternating bites between donuts yeah or depending on the donut like possibly squishing them together and trying to eat them both at once yeah so oh so point of clarification the beetles and the worms in the donuts were alive yeah they were alive so the beetles were like crawling out of the donuts after you bit into them yeah yeah um so malia first got a squid donut she got a squid ink, and she, oh my gosh, she really struggled. She really struggled. She was going really slow, uh, and I, I think she went for the full 10 minutes. She she kept going the full 10 minutes, but, like, just eating, like, really, really slow. And Joe was, like, looking so grim, and she was getting all snotty. Oh, yeah, it was, like... It was really gross. Yeah, and they kept zooming in on her mouth. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. No, 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 it's, that's it. Uh, but she didn't finish her two donuts and the curdled milk in the 10 minutes. So she suffered she for 10 minutes. She didn't get to the second donut. Yeah, she suffered for 10 minutes and didn't get anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end, she said, I know I let my family and friends down, which is a little dramatic, I think. Yeah. Okay, then up, <laughs> up next is Fabiola. From Brazil. From Brazil. Um, here's something I noticed with her, which I'm sure he did the same thing for Malia, but Joe fills the milk. Joe does fill the milk. I would rather it's like a production assistant. Was he inconsistent with his pores? Well, that's I didn't really notice because they only the only one that they really showed him like pouring the milk was Joe, but he like filled it up to over the top. Mm. Which I would want somebody else to be doing it and like really measuring it and not being like annoying while he's doing it. Mm, like so that everyone had the same exact amount. Yeah, because that's like a, even a little sip of curdled milk. Oh, also it was curdled milk. Well, he did flip between curdled and spoiled, I noticed. Yeah. But I don't think it was spoiled. It was really thick. It was chunky. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like they probably, it's like buttermilk or they poured yeah. lemon juice or vinegar or something in it. Yeah. Which would be gross, but. It would be gross, but like buttermilk is regular, you know? Like you can cook stuff with that. Yeah, but you wouldn't want to drink it. You wouldn't want to drink it, but it you wouldn't could. make you like deathly ill. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, Fabiola got beetles. Yeah, she her first donut was a beetle filled donut. And the beetles all like were crawling all over the place. She took a big old swig of milk before she ate the donut. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I don't know if that made a difference for her. Something else was the donuts, like the the bread part of it was regular. So yeah, I feel like if you, I don't know, I felt like if you got a pig's blood one, it would be fine. The only one that really would have been like would be like the worms and the beetles because you can't just like ignore it and focus on the bread. Yeah. Because the worms were really stuffed with worms. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, I did think it was funny that when Fabiola took a bite out of the donut, like, she basically just opened a hole so that the beetles could crawl out, and Joe was like, you gotta catch them. You gotta catch them and eat them. So she was, like, trying to catch the beetles and eat them individually, which, bad move. Yeah. Also takes a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, if otherwise, I would just like open them up and let the beetles crawl out and then eat the bread. Yeah, you know? yeah. So I guess good on Joe for reminding her. Yeah, uh, but she quit. She gave up pretty quick. Yep. Uh, she did not suffer the whole ten minutes. I think she took like two bites and decided she wasn't gonna yeah. do it, uh, which was smart of her because she didn't suffer and get nothing. She just yeah, and she didn't look all gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um was dave yeah before dave uh there was a commercial break and i noticed just generally while watching fear factor on pluto tv please sponsor us that there are a lot of ads for diabetes treatments and testosterone and testosterone it's like maybe middle-aged men yeah that they think is the demographic for uh which that seems weird for fear factor i guess because all the girls are have their boobs out all the time and joe rogan is so gross yeah and also, maybe a lot of, maybe that's Joe Rogan's target demographic. Like, maybe for his podcast, you know, maybe it's most, I don't know, maybe it's not mostly middle-aged men. You gotta be able to know how to, the, how to use the internet to watch his podcast, to some extent. Yeah. Um, my mom's sending me pictures of plates, sorry. Um, <laughs> anyway, Dave. Dave also started out with milk. Yep. He got worms. Yep, that was his first donut, was worms. He quit pretty quick. Two bites in, I wrote. Oh, maybe I'm confusing him and Fabiola, but yeah. Yeah, he he did not mess around. He was just like, bye. Yep. Um, but one thing that I was noticing, I don't know if he did this or if that just occurred to me while he was doing it, was you should really, like, try to take advantage of, like, making the most of the bread, bread to filling ratio so yeah. that you can't notice the... I think he was, like, really trying to, like, squish the bread down so that the worms were, like inside of it yeah i thought that was smart yeah i did notice too uh with one of his bites he like bit in and like pulled the donut away from his mouth and there was like a whole worm that he kind of had to like spaghetti slurp into his mouth which was gross but yeah i did notice his like hand crushing the donut form uh but didn't help him he he quit pretty quickly and then the last contestant up on this challenge was carl uh and oh wait he, before he left, he said, gosh, my friends are going to kick rocks at me. Did he say that? Yeah. He, like, also, like, kind of, like, thought for a minute. He, like, started the sentence and he had to be like, my friends are going to 
kick rocks at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a fair, like, response to your friend chickening out of a Fear Factor challenge. Kicking a rock? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Carl. Yeah, Carl was up next and last. Last contestant remaining. Everyone else had quit. Uh, his first donut was pig's blood, mm-hmm. which is uh, Joe's preferred That's what donut. That's I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for me, I think the Beatles would be my my preference. Not me, man. Uh, like it, like, I feel like I would just smush the donut between my hands so the Beatles were all dead. Oh, that's smart. And then chomp into it. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody um, did that. Yeah. Um, the thing about the pig's blood was, the pig's blood on the donut itself looked fine, but in the commercials they kept showing the pig's blood with um, maggots in it. So, like, I was waiting for somebody to get one to see if there's oh. maggots in it, but they just, like, put that in for the commercials. Yeah, because it, it wasn't like they were swimming in it, right? It was, like, kind of on the edge of the pig's blood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just kind of put them for decor. For framing. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, so, yeah, Carl's first donut was pig's blood. Got that down. Second donut. This is the only contestant who we saw what their second donut was, and it was Beatles for Carl. He took a bite and he went, damn, these are Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, calls it like he sees it. Yeah. Uh, but he got that down. And I noticed throughout this whole challenge for all the contestants, Joe was pretty chill. Yeah. Uh, usually when contestants are thinking about quitting, Joe Rogan's like, you're going to quit on me. You're going to quit. You're going to quit on $20,000. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't do that for this one. I, he was like, whatever. pretty empathetic about people quitting. Um, but Carl, Carl knew going into it that as long as he could do it, he would get the twenty five thousand because uh-huh. everybody else had quit, and this was only a second second challenge. Yeah. So I think he was just like, I just got to do it. Yeah. Um. He and then so then after he ate the donuts, he had to drink the milk. I didn't get that. You could. Siri really wants to get in on this. She's obsessed with our podcast. Siri, sponsor us, and we'll talk. Um. Literally. <laughs> but Carl took huge gulps. And it came out in chunks. Did you notice? Yeah, I did notice. It, it was, was a chunky so milk. Yeah. Um, but he won. Joe was impressed. Yeah. Carl won. won. Joe was impressed. Uh, I I thought that might have been the end of the episode because Carl was the only one who didn't quit. Yeah. But for the final challenge, they brought back all four contestants. The show must go on. The Joe must go on. <laughs> Boom. Boom shakalaka. Tagline. Um, the boys were wearing really baggy pants for this challenge. Yeah, this they, episode they was filmed in are. 2005. Yeah. But, like, it's always like, why are the boys wearing such baggy pants? Because they almost always are in harnesses. Yeah, but I don't think tight-fitting jeans became a thing until, like, 2000. But not even tight-fitting, but just, like... Not, like, tight, but just, like, form-fitting. Fit, <clears throat> fitted jeans. I guess. Weren't a thing. It just seems really, uh, like a bummer. Yeah. So this one, they had to, like, go across these planks and, like, construction beams and capture flags, and the planks would disappear after they crossed them. And they were at varying widths. Yeah. So the the title of this challenge was Falling Beam Maze. It wasn't really a maze. Um, it was just they had to walk across beams. And so, like, there was, I guess, a little bit of strategy because... The beams were different widths, so there was like a very skinny beam that was like six inches across, a medium beam that was some inches across, and then a very wide beam. Uh, but you could only use each beam one time, yeah, because they'd fall away after you use the beam. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was basically just like a flag relay thing where they'd take flags from one side to another. Yeah. And these beams were all, of course, suspended in the air. Oh, yeah. Super high up. Yeah. Um, I noticed Carl wasn't really trash talking in the first challenge, but he big time was in this challenge. I, I thought Dave, though, was, was trash talking generally, too. Well, Dave was starting from the beginning. Yeah. And I think probably by the end, Carl was like, you chickened out. I got the 25k for eating donuts filled with worms and beetles. Yeah. Pig's blood and beetles. Um, Carl had enough of Dave, which I get. <laughs> yeah, Dave was annoying. Yeah. Uh, but he did really well in this challenge. Yeah, Dave went first. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and uh, after he finished, so like D- Dave did do well. Uh, he he finished the challenge pretty quickly. And at the end, Joe said uh, that Dave set the bar high. Great pun. The comedic mind of Joe Rogan knows no bounds. Yeah. Because they were suspended they were on beams. Set the bar high. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Dave said his strategy was, I just ran in a straight line and then back and forth. <laughs> Geniuses. <laughs> really? Cut to the chase, you know? That's what he did. Oh, man. I bet he has a great Twitter presence. Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, after Dave went, there was a ad break, and there was a Corgi exercise video, which was to advertise Pluto TV's All Pets All the Time channel, channel 434. Which was pretty good. The corgi was wearing a headband, um, but like not over behind his ears, but like almost like a scarf. Was it like a bonnet? No, it like went under his chin and over his forehead. It was like it was it was like that. Which way does a pant was does a dog wear pants thing? You know what I'm talking about. I don't. The cartoon where it's like does it wear it with the the legs in the butt or like like four? Oh, I've heard that question posed before but i don't i don't know oh well it was like that okay <laughs> it was a really cute video maybe we'll watch that from now on. what was the channel on pluto.tv 434 for the channel 434 on pluto.tv if you're interested in cute animals yeah dave finished in 104 by the way dave uh finished in one minute why are you repeating <laughs> can they not hear me no, I was just agreeing. Oh, Is no. that annoying? No, I just it felt like you were doing it on purpose. I'm, I'm yes, I'm yesing. Oh, thank you for yesing. Okay, all right. No, thank you, thank you. Okay, okay next was Fabiola. Fabiola said she has good balance because she's a painter. Yeah, and so, and somehow she uses a lot like it's like a house painter. That's what I was wondering. I'd like, is she like painting like the Sistine Chapel? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> she stands on a ladder and paints. Yeah. But she did specifically say she's good at balancing, and she immediately fell when the challenge started. Yeah, she fell right away. Yeah. She took, like, one step, and then I think her ankle might have kind of twisted. I don't know, because she seemed perplexed as to why she fell. That's true. Yeah, she just fell. But before she fell, they zoomed in on her open zipper. Oh, I didn't know. Like, she had, you know how, like, a trend... Back in the day, maybe still, I don't know, is you, like, undo the button of your shorts and, like, open it so your, like, bikini is there. Oh, okay. Like, at the beach. Yeah. She had that. I Maybe just, Because like, she's from Brazil. And I don't know. the beach is everywhere there. That's mm, not true. No, that's not true. I don't know why she did it. Maybe okay. to make the harness fit better. I don't know. Mm. But she fell right away. Yeah. Then was Malia. Oh, wait, but before Malia, uh, there was this... 
great exchange between Dave and Carl. <laughs> Should we read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to be Dave or Carl? I'll be Carl. Okay, all right. Did you write it down? Yeah. Okay, all right. So, Dave, I'm Dave. Joe's is Carl. Joe's is Carl. Okay, this is how it went. Hold on, I can't read my handwriting. Oh, okay, so Dave, me. Rosegan playing Dave. Gonna aloha all the way to the ground. Right? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> that was the exchange. That was about Malia because she's from Hawaii. Yeah. She wore a flower behind her ear the whole time. Yeah. Um, what an awful, like... Maybe he... She's gonna aloha all the way down to the ground, all the way to the ground. Right? Right? <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Such a weird uh, way to communicate. Yeah. Malia did fine. She got 116. Yeah. She did a lot of side shuffling. Instead of just like walking foot in front of foot down the beam, she she like side shuffled. Yeah. Uh, and, and Joe was back to his rowdy self. He was like, you're way behind. Gotta move faster, Malia. She was like, whatever. Yeah, she didn't move any faster. <laughs> so she was out. Yep. Then was Carl. Carl said, I'm gonna crush it. <laughs> it's like, say... <laughs> he did that. No, but he, it wasn't like, it was like, yeah, he, he was like, <laughs> but, she's, he, but he was saying he was gonna crush it. He was saying he was gonna crush it? Yeah. Oh, I he, was... didn't, he wasn't just making the sound oh. um, like isolated. He was saying he was gonna crush it. I was so mystified that he decided to do that so close to Joe Rogan's face. It was so funny. I liked Carl. I liked Carl too. Um, Dave was back on the ground being like, he's, he's too long and his feet are too big. He's not going to be able to balance. And Joe was like, you guys have the same size shoe. And he was like, no, I checked. Like, I put my foot next to him. This is a little bit bigger. He was like, you're size 12 and he's size 13. <laughs> he was like, yeah. <laughs> he got a slow start. Uh, Carl did have a slow start. Joe was telling him that he had a slow start. But uh, Carl turned it around and won by one second. One second. One oh three. He won. Boom. Boom. Yep. So he took down. He took out. He took all the prize because he won the first half when everybody gave up. Yep. And then he got to win the second half. Yeah, for a total of fifty thousand dollars to Carl. Yay! Congratulations, Carl. Is that the end of the episode? That's the end of the this episode of Fear Factor, and this episode of Fear Discussion. We'll be back, because we have to. Because we already watched another video, another episode. That's all we've done today. It's 3.09. That's that's not true. I was productive for uh, yeah. like an hour. Roskin applied for a job. Yeah. And had a phone call. Yeah. Not me, man. I stayed right by the TV, because someone's got to do the work. Yep. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. 2020. Bye. Bye. How long was that?